Hello and welcome back to another episode of Nobody's Doing It Right, the podcast for those who are uncertain. My name is Kat, I'm your host. I am one of these perpetually uncertain people. And before we get into today's episode, just a few, I guess, updates. Um, I do have a new ebook that's released on my website, all about self-expression and how to do that more effectively and some journaling prompts for you to consider on your own journey. So if you're interested in that, you can find that on my website and in the with the link in the show notes below. Um, and also if you want to book a one-to-one chat session with me, I'm trying to push those a bit more because I find that people really are actually interested in them, which is good. And uh, they're a bit more personal than just the videos I make. So if you're interested in that, feel free to book with me in the show notes below as well. But yeah, let's get into this episode. So I made a video this week or like last week um, about how in order to get to where you've never been before, you have to become the person that you fear most. And this seemed to resonate with a lot of a lot of people. And it's actually something that I just only very, very recently came to the realization of in like my journaling. And it's kind of like, I've always had this, this realization is not brand new to me, like the foundations of it have kind of been underlying all the work I've been doing in therapy and through my journaling and stuff. But the way it's formed now in this sentence, like you have to become the person you fear most is like just hit me suddenly. And the moment it hit me, I knew like, okay, I have to share this because I know other people are probably feeling the exact same way because I've struggled with this specific thing for so long, like throughout my life. So I know that other people are probably struggling with the same thing throughout most of their lives too, right? So basically what I mean by that is that, you know, we all have goals, we all have aspirations, we all have this like, like most aligned version of ourselves in our minds, like who we ultimately want to be. And this person obviously is not like perfect because perfection doesn't exist, but it's like this version of you that you know, you know, you can be right deep down, you know, you can be it because you wouldn't want to be it if it didn't, if it wasn't even possible necessarily, but for some reason you can't get there, you know? And what I've realized is the reason that many of us can't get there. And of course, I'm speaking mostly from my experience and like what's going on in my head, but based on the reactions and the response to the video I made, a lot of people are connecting with me on this. The reason a lot of us can't get there is because to get to that point, you know, to get to point C, we have to pass point B and point B is becoming this version of ourselves that we are resisting so heavily. And the reason we're resisting it is because there's a mental block there. Usually I think for me, it's about, um, it's from old wounds, emotional childhood wounds that are preventing me from adopting that persona. And it's different for everybody. For me, it's very much this adult persona, this very um, mature, you know, has her shit together, um, is able, most mostly it's that I trust myself to take care of everything that I need to take care of, right? This very like dominant adult parental figure in my life, right? I know I have to be that in order to get to where I want to be ultimately, but I'm very, very much resisting being that thing because in my head, I've attributed that persona with boring, with too serious, with, you know, like too complicated, like adult life, quote unquote, is too complicated. There's too much stuff to consider and I don't have the energy or like the emotional bandwidth to always consider that stuff. Um, Yeah, so, and also I often associate adulthood, like traditional adulthood, which is what I, for some reason, see this persona as to get to where I need to be. I see that as, you know, 
the traditional lifestyle, which is married, kids, suburban home. Like, I don't know. It's just that's very much ingrained in me as what it means to be an adult, right? When realistically, to get to where I want to be, right? I'm a creative. I do creative work. I spend a lot of time alone because that's where I get my ideas for my creative work. I don't live a traditional lifestyle now. For me, realistically, like that kind of lifestyle, the adult, the traditional adult lifestyle wouldn't even happen. Like it wouldn't work out. But for some reason in my head, I'm, I'm, I've convinced myself that that's the only way through it. So of course I'm resisting it so heavily to become this, this, you know, quote unquote adult version, even though I know I need to do that to get to the other point, right? But that doesn't mean, I don't mean that I need to be this version that I hate, right? This idea of like traditional lifestyle. It just means that I have to adopt my version of that, right? And because I've never seen my version of that in my life, I don't know it. So I just assume, I go to the default of the version that I don't really want to be, right? And that's why I fear it so desperately because I'm scared that I'm going to start acting in these ways that I know I need to act in. And I'm going, it's going to be a slippery slope and I'm going to slip into this life and, you know, these mentalities that are not mine and not aligned with me, you know? And so I think a lot of people struggle with this in their own ways, right? It's specific for everybody and it's different for everybody, depending on what you want to achieve, who you want to be, all that stuff, right? But it is very interesting to look into and ask yourself, who am I scared of being? Who, who is that person that I'm avoiding becoming because of the fear surrounding it? And what does that mean about me? And what does that tell me about like who I want to be, you know? And yeah, so I wanted to share this because again, I don't hear anybody talking about this stuff. And again, I am also very much an overthinker. I look into things very, very deeply. I pull meaning, I pull very specific meanings out of things that I don't hear from other people. But again, you know, that's my, it's my mind. My mind's different than other people. So of course I can't expect everybody to be talking about this. Otherwise it wouldn't be, um, you know, insightful or interesting if everyone was kind of bringing up the same topic. But when I did make that video, I had a commenter um, or I had somebody stitch it and talk about the Jonah complex, which was actually very interesting too. And I looked into that. And uh, basically the Jonah complex is based in uh, Christian religion. It's a story of Jonah who I guess was told that he was, he was meant to become great. He was meant to become a prophet, but he feared that um, excellence, that ascension into his true ultimate potential. And yeah, it just, it's very reflective of humans in general, like the human nature, right? We fear greatness, you know, our version of greatness, whatever that might be, because of what it might mean for us, right? And uh, it's very interesting to look into. So for example, just to kind of pull a few more examples from my my own personal experience with this. So there's the adult version that I'm fearing becoming because it's you know, it feels boring, it feels um, very bland, stagnant, you know, you get married, you have kids, and that's it, that's life after, you know, all that stuff. But on top of that, the idea of becoming a success in whatever way that means for you, for me, it is very much about my creative work, right? That's what I want to make my legacy, I guess, my success, like, that's what I want to do with that. The idea of success based on my childhood and the way I was raised and the mentality around that kind of stuff, I fear it because to be successful, right, is to stand out and to stand out can be dangerous, right? Because for my, most of my childhood, um, anytime I was singled out was never really for achievements, right? It was never 
to congratulate me or to be like proud of me. It was more anytime I was singled out was for negative attention, right? To be uh, punished or yelled at or told not to do something, you know? And, you know, obviously everybody parents differently, but as I've gotten older, right? Um, if I ever do decide to have a child or adopt potentially, I understand now based on my own experience that there needs to be a balance of both the negative and the positive, you know, um, attention there has to be right so just as much as you call people call the kids out for um doing something wrong you have to also congratulate them because look now (laughs) now you're gonna have a kid who is an adult who's scared of succeeding because you know the the idea of success and standing out is not related to good things it's associated to bad things to negative attention right and so yeah so part of that the fear of success the thing that i've been holding myself back from the most is because of that feeling, that fear of that I'm going to have negative attention. And like, even for example, like when I do my videos, um, I get pretty good feedback most of the time, right? Most people are on my side and yet that feels not real. I don't know how to explain it. And anytime I get negative feedback, that feels so much more real and so much more like, it feels so much more like a gut punch because it's like, yes, yeah, of course I'm going to get like, of course it's the negative feedback feels more um, true in a sense, because I've never really, I've never really been given enough positive feedback to think that that positive feedback is also true. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah. So when I, anytime I get comments that are positive, even the fact that I have, like I've hit 75,000 followers right now, right? which is amazing, which is like uh, nothing I would have ever expected to, to hit doing videos nonetheless, because I don't think that I'm, a, I never thought I was a very good speaker. And yet here I am, 75,000 followers, 75,000 people like to hear what I say and they want to follow what I say and they want to follow my journey. I look at that number and I think about that and I'm like, yeah, well, it's not that big of a deal though, right? Not because it's not, but because positive feedback of that kind, it does not resonate as much with me because I've never been taught that it's important. You know, I've never been taught that positive feedback is a big deal, that I'm even worthy of positive feedback. Like I still look at that, those numbers and the, the people, the comments in my videos and stuff. And I think, yeah, like whatever it's, you know, okay. Yeah. It's, it's a positive comment, but it might not mean that much. Right. Of course I appreciate all comments and I'm always going to respond to anybody that DMs me with something positive, of course, but you know, again, that deep down subconscious wound is like, yeah, but it's not that big of a deal because, you know, but then when I get negative feedback, that's like, it feels earth shattering, right? It feels like my entire energy goes towards that. And so as I dig into it and I look into it more, I realize, yeah, like that's the reason why I'm holding myself back a lot of the time, right? That's the reason why I can't, like, for example, it it kind of, it blends in together with the adult, um, persona, right? So the reason why I can't adopt this adulthood, this adultness persona is because I fear that once I do and I get to the point of, you know, success or like not even success because everyone's success is different, but you know what I mean? Like achieving the things that I want to achieve or getting the kind of uh, recognition that I want to get. The moment I do that, it's going to be negative. You know, it's not going to be good recognition. It's going to be bad. So I'm holding myself from becoming this adult persona because it's just going to lead to badness. It's going to lead to success, which means I'm going to stand out and standing out is a bad thing. You know, it leaves you vulnerable to to danger, to threat, you know, um, not physical maybe, but emotional, right? So yeah, it's just been an interesting journey an interesting thing for me to recognize. Um, strangely enough, I actually have a therapy session today after I record this podcast where I'm going to explore this a bit more with her 
now that I know exactly what it is that I'm, you know, what I'm dealing with here. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm interested to see what she has to say. I'll probably make a few more videos on the topic because again, it's like, it's so, it's so rich, right? It, there's so much depth to it. There's so much that's going to come up and I feel that already. Um, but the good thing is that the moment I realized it, the moment that I actually put, because it's, I guess it's considered shadow work, right? It's that shadow part of me that's that's skirting away from the light the light, so that it doesn't get seen. But the moment I put my finger on it and I did shine that light on it, immediately I knew what I had to do, right? I knew immediately what I had to do. I had to be this adult persona. I had to embody that and do it and trust that I'm not going to become the scary part, of, not the scary part, the, the, um, the undesirable part of it, right? The part that I fear because it's like, it's all I've seen, right? The, you know, the traditional marriage, kids, whatever. That's all I've seen, really. No one really shows the other side of it, which is the part that I most align with, which is, you know, a non-traditional lifestyle, um, single, maybe not kids, whatever, right? Whatever that might look like for me. But because I haven't seen any alternative, I just assume it has to be the other way, right? It has to be the traditional way. And so when I figured out that this is exactly what I'm dealing with, I knew like, okay, so for me to get to where I want to be, right, I have to A, face... I have to be comfortable with the idea of um, success and attention, like with that fear of vulnerability of being seen. Because again, being seen can be scary because for most of my life I've felt unseen. You know, I'm, again, I'm a very, um, I'm kind of like the black sheep of my family. I, I'm an only child, but you know, my extended family, like we're all very Greek um, and the Greek community is very specific. I don't know if anyone listening here is Greek, but you'll get it if I say that. But they're very specific. They have a very specific way of looking at things, of acting, of being, you know, and I'm very much not that. Like I am a little bit, but you know, I'm also different. I'm I'm a unique person, you know? And so I've always felt like a black sheep in my family because again, I'm creative. I see the world differently. I've always been very introspective. I've always been very comfortable being alone, um, not very social. And so I've never felt truly seen by the people in my life because they don't get me. So the idea of being seen has to be, I have to, I have to accept that that's what's going to happen in order for me to get to where I want to be. You know, if I want to be somebody who is recognized for the work she does, the things she says, the things she's, she writes, I have to be seen. And sometimes being seen means negativity. But a lot of the time, as I've seen so far, it also means positivity, right? But the positivity is so hard for me to like absorb, you know? Um, so yeah, so I realized that I was holding myself back from being this adult version because it meant I was going to have to be seen and being seen is scary. But when I realized that I was like, okay, no, now I have to be the adult version. I have to, the thing I fear most, which is being seen by, you know, taking on this persona of like somebody who gets her shit together, who does the shit she needs to do, you know, that's what I need to do. That's exactly what I need to do. I need to put myself out there to the point where I am so seen that, the, I guess, potentially the fear of getting negative feedback is outweighed by all the good feedback I get because I've been willing to be vulnerable enough to show myself more, right? To be to be out there and like literally, not literally, but figuratively expose myself in a sense and and show myself in a way that that isn't that scary, you know? Because I think for many of us who are struggling with this, we're fearing something that we think we cannot handle, right? So deep down, I feel like I cannot handle all the attention. I feel like it'll be really scary and like I'm not strong enough to deal with that. And I'm sure there's other things that you all listening 
also fear because you feel like I can't handle it. Like I'm not capable enough. I'm not strong enough for whatever reason, right? Whatever you've been taught in your childhood or, or as you've grown up. But the moment you lean into it, the, you lean into that thing that you fear so much and you do it, you are able to now show yourself that you actually are capable of handling it, that you are strong enough. And again, I think this also ties into self-worth work, which I talk about so much because that is another thing that I've realized is very, very important through like as a foundation to all of this kind of work, right? But it's the idea that you are worthy, you are capable of having good things, that the bad things aren't going to completely destroy you because um, you're stronger than that. Like, you know, there's so many bad things that you've probably dealt with in your life that you can use as reference points to look at and say, you know what, I, if I could get through that, I can get through this, you know? But again, be be patient, be compassionate with yourself because these things are very deep. They're deep-seated. They're very like rooted in us. They're so hard to pull out at the root, you know, because they're so, they're so ingrained. It's, 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 and it's hard to even recognize them. So imagine trying to dig them up after, right? So be patient with yourself, be compassionate. But I would recommend looking into your own Jonah complex. What is it that, that has you so scared to do the things you know you need to do? Who are you afraid of becoming and why? You know, if it's like me where I'm afraid of becoming an adult because, um, I mean, I am an adult, right? I'm 30, but I mean like emotionally becoming an adult, mentally becoming one. If it's because, for me, it's because I fear slipping into this traditional lifestyle that's so unaligned with who I actually am. Maybe it's something like that for you too, right? And then you can look at that and say, okay, if my fear is becoming this specific version of the person I want to be, right? This like unaligned side of it, then how do I make sure that I'm on the path for the version of that I want to be, you know? And I can still be that that person, but in a way that's aligned with me, you know? I hope that makes sense. <laughs> but for example, like, I'm not going to, you know, like, truly, I take on this adult persona. I'm not going to just magically decide that I want uh, 2.5 kids and a picket fence and all that stuff, right? Uh, who we are is already in us. We just, we just feel like maybe we'll lose that person as if they're so intangible, they're so fleeting that we'll let go of them and forget who we are. But that comes down again to self-trust, right? The idea that you trust yourself, you know yourself, you know who you are, you know what you want, you trust that you're going to give yourself exactly what you know you want and what you know you deserve, what you know you're worthy of, you know? So yeah, I hope this was interesting. I hope it was insightful. I hope it made you realize something about yourself. And yeah, I'll be making more videos about it, probably making more podcast episodes about this thing because I'm going to be uncovering it a lot more as I continue with my journey because I've only just really realized it. I've only just really recognized what's happening. So now that I know it and I'm able to actually focus on it and explore it, I'm sure I'll have more content around that and more insights, more revelations about it. And yeah, you'll definitely hear more about this. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll be back again next week with another one.